Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. At the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. Have you ever been on a little trip with your kids? Maybe a long trip, but certainly not one where this were actually true, that they say, Mom, we're dying of thirst back here. Or have you ever said, Oh, I'm so thirsty. One of the old Southern phrases that my husband hates is, Oh, I'm just spitting cotton. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how anybody ever felt and why they were eating cotton in the first place, but if you ever just been so thirsty, you would just almost drink even from a little stream or from some place that you know wasn't totally sanitary. We were tempted to do that a few times when we were in Africa, but only when we were, you know, just kind of hiking through some of the dry, hot areas. But no one except those few throughout the world are really dying of thirst. And yet we often say that, and we often feel that way. But that's just our physical thirst. I talked quite a while ago about the woman who was at the well, and Jesus said to her, if you had this water that I have to give you, you'll never thirst again. And she said, well, give me that water. That's what I want. And she just left her water bowl right there, didn't even carry the pot back to her house because She had living water. Is your soul ever so thirsty, so dry, so parched? Sometimes you don't even know what you need. I have met so many women, kids, men, boys, who know that they need something. There's got to be more to life than this. There has to be something better than this. But what is it? What is it you are really thirsty for? Sometimes the old westerns or even cartoons would show someone just pulling themselves desperately through the desert, and they see a rich green oasis up above, and they look toward the skyline, and there it is. If they could just crawl that far, they know that there would be water, water, water. The great King David was being hunted, literally, by Saul, who was the king of Israel, and he wanted to kill him. So he was running from place to place. David did not want to confront who was the king. He didn't want to be the one that would be responsible for the king's, you know, actual death. Before this, David was just thrilled with all of his comforts, and he had the great palace that he lived in, and he had people waiting on him and serving him. But now he was alone and thirsty, and desperate. And in Psalm 63, 1, he says, O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you, as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Have you ever said, God, I am so thirsty. I am longing for something. There's got to be something. What did you create me for? What do you want me to do? How am I going to get out of this situation? Where can I run? What is happening, God? I was in my 23rd year of life when I was running for about the 20th time in my life, but I was running desperate and really ready to die. 
I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't feel like I had a life. I had ruined the lives of all of those around me. I couldn't get a job teaching. Nobody wanted to hire this pitiful, poor, over 100 pounds above what I should be, and just a desperate young woman who just didn't want to live. I didn't even know my soul was thirsty. I thought it was my brain. I knew my emotions were wrong. I knew everything about me was off. But I didn't ever think that it was God that I was seeking. Who would ever have to depend on God? Only someone who was weak. And what was I? Weak, weak, weak. And it was about the time when I cried out and said, you know what, God, you're the only thing I haven't really tried. And if you are really real, come on. I need you. I need more of you. And throughout the years, I have been in places in my life where I remember that first time that he just took over my whole life and gave me joy and peace and love and gentleness and all the fruits of the Spirit. And yet there have been times when I get thirsty again. Usually it's when I haven't been talking to him, haven't been praying, haven't been reading the word, and I get thirsty. I just know that there is something more that I need. And I try to fill all of my body parts with food and drugs and we've done everything and even liquids and drinking. And there are so many alcoholics that were just wanting to fill those deep recesses that could keep their minds numb long enough to know that they're okay, but they're not. It's never okay. There is only one name under this sun that will ever satisfy you physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally to the depths of your soul. And that is at the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And one day all of those who have denied him will still have to bow and they will see we were right. But we don't want it to be that way. We want them to know it now, to have what we have, which is life abundantly. Jesus said, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly. And my friend, if you don't have an abundant, rich, mostly joyful life, then I question, do you really know him to the depths of your soul? Do you ever get to the place in the mornings where you say, more of you, Lord, you must increase. I must decrease. I've got to have more of you, God. He is the only one that can satisfy. He is the only one that can fill you and quench that thirst, that parched thirst of your soul. And I ask you this day to just simply find a little place to be alone and ask him to fill you the way he fills each of us who have trusted in him as our Savior, to fill you with that precious, glorious love and the peace that passes all understanding and the power of the Holy Spirit living within you. Oh, my friend, if I could give you one thing in this life that I know would quench every aspect of your longing soul, this would be it. So I pray that you would do that right now.
God, I just pray for the one that is listening that needs you, that they would come to you, admitting all of the wrong they've done, the places they've tried, the people, the stuff, the drugs, the alcohol, food, whatever it was, but it never fully satisfied. And I pray, God, that you would have them admit that, to step out in faith and believe, God, that you so loved the world, you gave your only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should never perish, but have eternal life. And lastly, my friend, go ahead and just start praying. Just speak it out loud. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, go to church, tell somebody, I want to be a part of the body of Christ. I want to have fellowship with others who believe now as I do. I am ready to take my baby steps into growing and glowing in Christ. And my friend, it won't be long. Those steps come quick, they come fast, and you will find yourself at the same place I am, just joyously in love with life because of the creator and the giver of life. That's my Savior, and he could be yours. I pray that he is. I'm Dr. Pepper shaking the salt. Thanks for being with me today. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.